Hey, welcome to a new episode of Clement Sports Podcast. And in today's episode, I will be talking about um, the Heisman finalist winners and, and the nominees, man. Um, I kind of agree for one. I want to ju- jump straight to it. Um, I kind of agree for one. The the championship, like, I mean, not the championship, but the trophy with Jason Daniels. Um, not, not Jason, Jaden Daniels, sorry. And... And the nominees I want to talk about. So um, let's 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 look over J- uh, Jaden Daniels' stats, right? Total points he had 2000, two thousand uh, two two thousand twenty nine. He was in first place. He had two. He completed out of three hundred twenty seven. He completed two hundred thirty six. Same two percent. But three thousand eight hundred twelve yards, forty touchdowns, only four interceptions. Had a thousand and one hundred thirty four rush yards and ten rush TDs. Now, I'm not going to lie, right? You cannot argue that at all. This man has been phenomenal throughout the whole season and what he has done to the LSU program. Knowing that it may be, if you take Jason, um, Jaden, I keep saying Jason, if you keep Jaden Daniels off that team, that that team is no longer what it is right now. Like, you could argue, you could argue say the teams that's going on right now with like LSU and like the top dogs teams that used to run like college football, the Alabamas, the Georgia, the LSU, the Clemson, you can say that that those teams are no longer than what it, what it used to be back in the day to where like, okay, we could have automatically always think, okay, boom, that this team was gonna, was gonna be in the finals or this team's gonna make playoffs. I, I legit feel like this was the this was the year where we was like, oh snap, this team could possibly lose to to A or B could lose to A, you know. So I feel like it was like it was kind of like up for grabs this year. So with with, with Daniel Daniels, what he did with the LSU man, that's phenomenal. Like I, I can't you can't argue that, bro. He he killed it, bro. Like and for what he did with LSU. Uh, his team okay his team was he was great but I don't think his team was good enough to even compete like in the top tier of college football teams you know like in a, like the team that's in it now even with Florida State being snubbed man that that still hurt my feelings man make sure you guys check out my last episode on that one that that hurt me bro like oh, wow that shit hurt <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. But let's let's move on to the move on to the next one. So number two, we have Michael Penix for you. He has total points of 1,701. First place of total points. Same thing they said. Uh, what is it? Jaden Daniels. They said the same thing. So I don't know. I don't know about that one. But yeah, he had out of 484 attempts, he completed 366 percent. 4,470 yards, 35 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He had negative eight rushing. <laughs> yeah, this guy had negative 18 rushing, three rush touchdowns. That's that's insane. But I feel like what he could do inside the pocket is no question. Well, you know, like I feel like he's gonna be a great quarterback in the league. I, me personally, I thought like he would. That's who I thought had winning the the um the Heisman. But I feel like if if uh, Jaden Daniels that have the season he had with like with the LSU. With the LSU Tigers, I don't think, I don't think he wins that Heisman. I feel like if, if okay, I say if you eliminate his rushing yards, right? If you eliminate his rushing yards, he still threw for. God damn, 
you got hey that's some crazy ass stuff bro it's like and i'm scrolling down through it i'm i'm, I'm watching and i'm reading the numbers and I, i'm gonna be honest i haven't watched lsu like that because you know i've just been paying attention to my florida state and i, I watched like the big games of like washington and oregon and, and lsu played all alabama and games like that but you know i haven't been really tuned in to lsu like that but man look looking at the numbers man um uh i can't i don't know if he's a good quarterback or a great quarterback but looking at the numbers this man looks good like i got i can't argue and say he's good i can't argue and say he's trash because me physically i haven't watched him to observe and make my observation of how i think he is a quarterback based off my standards but looking at the numbers this man this man look good michael Penix, i have watched a couple games of michael Penix, and i like I like how he's very calm in the pocket and how he could deliver an accurate pass in the pocket. And I feel like that was the biggest thing. That's why I feel like Michael Penix is just a better quarterback than Jaden Daniels. Because of just simple when I look for a quarterback, I'm looking for is his feet set right? Is he nice and calm and patient in the pocket? Can he deliver an accurate pass down? Does he can he make the right read? You know, it's it's certain small things like that. I mean me, I've never been a big fan of running quarterbacks, even though Michael Vick is probably like, you know, one of my favorite quarterbacks, only because of what he did culturally um, as a quarterback. But I, I love a quarterback that could be patient in the pocket and deliver active throws and come outside the pocket and make plays. You know, I, I don't I don't really like the Russian quarterbacks of uh, this new era, but I mean, you know, it's, this is my opinion. I, I feel like it's just another, you know, another addition you can add as a quarterback, right? Um, so next we got Bo Nix. Threw for 400, he, four hundred out of four hundred thirty-four passes, thirty-five, sorry, and he completed three hundred thirty-six, seventy-seven percent of his passes. That's insane. Four thousand one hundred forty-five yards, forty touchdowns, three interceptions, two hundred twenty-eight rush yards, six rush touchdowns. Now Bo Nix has been me personally. I feel like it could have been either out of Bo Nix or Michael Penick. Those are those are my two favorites to actually win the Heisman. But the fact that that um Jay and Daniels took it. I mean, it's good for him though. He, he'll be he'll be that's that's definitely going up in history for what that man did. I I'm, I can't argue that. That's definitely phenomenal. And and what's crazy is that both Knicks actually transferred from um from Auburn. He he transferred from Auburn. He went to Oregon and went ballistic. So I mean, it, it's. It always happens when quarterbacks enter the transfer portal. And I read something earlier that said, like, once a quarterback or, like, a player enter the transfer portal, it's, like, almost a million dollars. Like, that got to be invested. But I think they were just talking about quarterbacks. Because I, I could see why they would say for quarterbacks, but not any other player. They were really surprised to say what they would say that for. And number four, we got Marvin Harrison Jr. 67 receptions. Average 18 yards per catch, 1,211 yards, 14 touchdowns. Now, with Marvin Harrison Jr., I feel like when the season first started, he was he was putting up crazy. He was like he started off really really hot, but I think as the season I feel like as the season went by, he kind of like slowed down a little bit. But there's no there's no doubt of me saying that he's not a good quarterback or he's not going to be great in the league. Like this this man had this man length and his the way he can angle his body to catch passes the space he knows like he just knows football he knows where he just knows it like he knows where he at on the field like look at this man highlights and the way he plays the ball like to be a guy that big and the way he catches the football 
using his diameter and his circumference around the area like he knows he knows his stuff man and at number five we got my guy Jordan Travis right now I could go on all day about Jordan Travis right Jordan Travis man we we all know he hurt himself and that would kind of mess him up knock him out of the um the Heisman winner bowl I honestly feel like he wasn't never was gonna win it but I can't say man what he did for Florida State like you you can't you can't just discredit what he did man that man balled out like that's why I feel so hurt to my knees the way college football just did Florida State man like how are you gonna make a team that worked their ass off man and went undefeated and the moment Jordan like Jordan Travis got hurt like they just completely took that away from us like bro that hurt that hurt as a as a fan and I could just imagine the players, man, to work that hard and just let everything go away because of a, because of your quarterback got hurt. Man, we were still winning without Jordan Travis. So, what that tell you? Like, even if even if we do play in college football and we get our ass spanked, but we still earned that. Like, we earned it to be there. Like, you cannot take that away from us, college football. Like, and I, and I just recently seen that today. Um, Missy Marina. It says Florida AG investigation CFP over FSU uh, exclusion. Florida Attorney General Ashley, hold on, General Ashley Moody says she is launching an investigation to college football playoff selection committee over the decision to leave unbeaten Florida State out of the top four. And I 100% agree with that because we were supposed to be in there. Um, but you know, Jordan Charles played his ass off, man. Um, that injury, it that injury definitely had a huge impact of him finishing it in in um in the Heisman uh, Heisman win trophy race, man. Uh, that hurt. That hurt watching. I'm not gonna lie, but I uh, hope he's healthy. Can't wait till he's back in the league. Um, he's gonna do great things when he's get drafted. Um, I had no doubt about that. Number six, we have Jalen Milrow. Now, Jalen Milrow, right? I'm not gonna lie. The, at the when when the season first started, I didn't think that he was gonna be. I was like, oh okay, this this I was like, this is the year that Alabama Crimson Todd fucking is no longer good. They're gonna be trash. They're gonna fall down, and college football will be back. I don't have to see Alabama no more and no final college. Like I don't have to see them at the beginning of the season. At the beginning of the season. That as the season goes by, I was like, what the fuck did I just see, bro? This man just started throwing. All of a sudden, this man just turned into the goddamn hero for Alabama. I said, oh, no. And then, and then not only that, they played Georgia. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, was like, I, seen, I seen the video where Mac uh, packed his name, the punter packed free. I don't know if I'm saying his name right he was he was singing the, the the Georgia the Georgia song. I'm like, okay, yeah. I actually got Georgia beating fucking Alabama. I don't like Alabama. Then he said, go out there. I said, oh, like <laughs> Georgia. Y'all had one job, bro. Y'all had one job. Y'all couldn't get it done now. And it was what what makes it even funny, right? I have I have. Alabama, like, I actually got friends that's from Alabama, and they love the college, bro. 
and I'm talking shit because my team's already not, my team's already got snubbed and whatever, like after 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 the game, whatever. So I'm, I've been talking shit before and after. So when when I found out my team wasn't even in, I was typing even more fast. Oh my god. And I put on that game, man. I'm like, Georgia, come on, bro. Y'all got it. Come on, y'all got this. Y'all got this. And they fucking lost. And I was like, what? What is this? What is this? No doubt, Alabama is not going to. What is it? Let me check something. What does Alabama play in the playoffs? Is it Michigan? No, I don't think it's Michigan. It's somebody else. I can't remember. Let's see. Uh, they play. Oh, they do play Michigan. They play Michigan January first. Now, only thing. This is why Alabama is going to beat Michigan, right? It's because, right? Alabama defense is going to hold up Michigan offense. And Alabama and Michigan defense kind of go hand in hand, but I feel like Alabama defense is gonna take the upper hand. And McCarthy is—he's—they rely—they rely on the play actions and the, the run game. And if Alabama shuts that down like they fucking always usually do every year, I feel like they go—I feel like they're gonna take it, man. That was what Georgia was supposed to do. Georgia defense is just as good, I feel like, as Alabama, and and they had the better offense. Me personally, I always loved Georgia offense, and I was like, okay, this this is why I had Georgia over Alabama. And when Alabama, and especially with that start that Alabama had, I'm thinking, oh, Jalen Moreau, oh, the lights is bright. He's gonna probably lose this, but God, they just find a way, man. So, I mean, shout out to Jalen Moreau though. He made it to the he made it to the um to the finals to the final. What is it? What number he was six? He made it to the top ten and. He did what he had to do. Um, next, we got Ale Gordon, the running back for Oklahoma State. Um, me personally, he's actually from where I used to live, um, um, Fort Worth, Texas. I used to uh, shout out to everybody else from Texas, you know. Um, but I'm stationed out in Cali. I'm not from Texas, but I'm from Florida, Texas. But yeah, he's from he's from Fort Worth. And Fort Worth, if you don't know about Fort Worth, Fort Worth is a really good. Like the Dallas forwards area is pretty good. Um, pushing like really, 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 really great football players. Like that's what that's what they do. That's what they do. Um, this man started the season slow. I'm not gonna lie, but as the season went by, he went berserk. He led college football in total rushing yards and placed second in touchdowns scored. He had 258 rush. 1,000, 1,614 yards. He averaged 6.3 yards per carry. Hey, for you guys that don't know anything about football or just so stumble on upon a podcast and you don't know anything about sports, six yards per carry every time you touch a ball is fucking crazy. You get 10 yards for every first down and he's guaranteed picking up six. <laughs> Do you know how great that is? He had, and he had one receiving touchdown, right? So this man, this man is literally, uh, uh, he's a fucking bulldozer, bro. He's, he's really, really, really going to be great in the league. Like, 
I feel like he would fit inside of a team like the Rams. I like the Rams. I like the Eagles. And I even like the 49ers picking him up. That man would be, he would be really great. Because six yards of carry is just like, oh man, I'm killing y'all on the college football. Y'all can't fuck with me. Like, that's exactly what he's thinking. Next, we have Cody Strider, Missouri, run, Missouri running back. He was a walk-off Missouri. Man, this man was a walk-off. national one in among backs. 129 yards per carry. Um, that? What is that one? First time so 21 season, finished number one in nationally among backs by averaging one for nine per kill. Oh, per game. Okay. I was about to say, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, 124 yards per carry. I was like, hold on. I'm definitely reading that wrong. But so he had 124.9 rushing yards per game. That's what he was doing. And that's still a lot. Anyway, every game you touch, you damn near touch for 125. That's berserk. And I, and Missouri, Missouri has always been, eh, eh, they're not trash, but they're not the best team. I will say that. Oh, now this back, I, I got to talk about this one. I like Blake Corium, the dude that's from Michigan. Now, this is now this is why I say Alabama's going to win, right? Because Michigan, they rely a lot on their running back, and that's what allowed J.J. McCarthy to make those type of throws. And I feel like if Alabama shut down Blake, I feel like they have a very good chance of just beating the dog shit out of Michigan. I feel like Alabama is going to walk through Michigan, and they're going to end up in a national football championship title but i don't like alabama i don't want them to win they're like those they're like you know how like back in the day they was like the patriots you know everybody liked the patriots it's the same thing with me with the fucking with alabama crimson tide it's the same exact thing but with blake corium he had 218 rush only 218 touches he and he rushed for a thousand yards 28 a Four yards per carry, not bad. 24 touchdowns, 14 receptions for 18, 82 yards. Um, I mean, those those ain't really like crazy numbers, but he did have a late, excuse me, he did have a late season injury. Um, but he returned back to school. Then the number one national with 24 rushing touchdowns sent Michigan rug at that time and and going back to the playoffs. So he had got hurt, came back, and become number one in rushing touchdowns in Michigan in that. So the numbers that he basically got, he wasn't even like he he got hurt and he came back and still did those numbers. So I could just imagine if he didn't get hurt, his numbers would probably be a lot more exciting. But usually when you get hurt, your your Heisman finalist kind of like, you know, like the chances of winning it kind of brushes down a little bit because, you know, you got hurt and there's other people that still gotta play. Then at number 10, we got JJ McCarthy. So we got two Michigan, two Michigan players that's in the top 10 of um of Heisman of Heisman uh, winners, right? And McCarthy for 315, 315 passes, completed 213, 74%. He threw for 2,844 yards with 21 touchdowns, five interceptions, rushed for 57. He had 57 rushes and rushed for 146 yards for three touchdowns. Looking at those numbers, man, he did, he did, I mean, I watched Michigan play a couple of years. He, he looked good. J.J. McCarthy is, he's not a bad quarterback, but me personally, I always believe, I'm a big believer in, if you have a, um, if you have a good run game, 
it makes it so much easier for the quarterback. And I always and I always thought about that with Michigan. I always feel like they always had a good. Well, I don't want to say always good because I haven't always watched Michigan, but I will say for this year, um, they uh, Blake Corium he looked really good, and I feel like that will allow JJ McCarthy to open up his passes. So, I mean, you know, I I, I kind of look at the outside of the box when it comes to certain things, right? Because I. Every player that's in the in the Heisman winners, I never discredit anyone. They're great players, but then you could, it kind of then you have to like pluck the potato and see like you know you release the the, the the steam and let let it cool down, and that's what you have to do. with is like okay, which one of these players you can kind of poke and say okay, let's cool him down a little bit and see where does he struggle at, and you know what did this player have that this player had that would made him success, more successful than him. Not saying that they're both, you know, bad, but just saying that, okay, this player is better because he can just do this specific thing better as a quarterback in his quarterback perspective, right? Because I'm a big believer, if you're in the top 10 finalists, or if you're in the NFL, I mean, you worked your ass off to get there and you're the best in the world competing. So, I mean, you did something right. You have something God-given gift that, someone, that you have that someone doesn't have, right? So, I never discredit anyone for that. So, shout out to... All 10 finalists, man. I, I just want to hurry, and I'm sorry that I kind of made this video kind of late. Not this video, but this episode kind of late. Um, But I had to push this out. I had it pre-recorded, but then I kind of wanted to redo it again. Because I, I like my I like my episodes to be kind of raw and right off the chest, right off my mind, exactly how I feel. So the moment I feel like a thought coming in my head or pushing my neck, jump up, run to mic, and just spit it out. So those are my, those are my top 10 finalists, man. Hey. I, I I can't wait till next year because some of these quarterbacks are definitely gonna get drafted. Um, I believe um uh, one of my favorites. Um, what can I say? One of my favorites player that wasn't on there, like miscellaneous, probably Caleb Williams. But I can see why he didn't make it because I mean their defense was just terrible. But I feel like Caleb Williams is honestly the best quarterback in college football right now. It's sad that he didn't. He wasn't in the top ten of finishing um, in the finalists, but I feel like everyone that's watched college football and knows football that Caleb Williams is very, very special quarterback, and he will do great things in the league. Um, so with that, I'm gonna wrap this episode up, man. Make sure you guys follow me for more um, videos, and I'll be pushing out more videos of, of sports and college football, basketball, and of this sports news in general man um i really do appreciate everybody that came to stop by and listen to this, po- this podcast really means a lot i'll be pushing out more videos i can see fucking video more episodes and doing great things with this podcast man thank you guys for watching see you guys next week